Welcome back to the 9 to 5 to Rich podcast. This is Joshua Esters, and I'm back again for a, another episode. So uh, this is part part four of the multi-channel selling series that I put together. And uh, last week we talked about Macari, and this week we uh, we talked about eBay. So if um um you know if you haven't listened to those i mean they're not in any if this is your first time tuning in uh this is you know it's not in any particular order but you know um i like to go back and listen to the first one if i was first tuning in but it's not required to go back uh you can start here if you if you want to um but you know you just have more context uh if you go back but um so ebay you know this one's going to be a short uh, short podcast, uh, I believe. Um, I, I've said that once before, or plenty of times before, and it actually uh, went went kind of long. But um, <clears throat> so, uh, like I've mentioned before, you know, with eBay, um, it's it's um, it's it's not my it's it's actually my maybe my second least or close to my least favorite platform to sell on. Just me personally, you know. Um, obviously there are a ton of people who make a ton of money on eBay. Um, um, but for me, it, it's, it's the most, um, time consuming right now. Um, I mean, not that it takes a ton of time for me to, you know, do my business on there, but it does take a little bit more time than it would on Macari or Poshmark and maybe Amazon, you know, Amazon maybe tie tie neck and neck but i think ebay might be a little bit more time uh and as as far as um you know when i when i when i put my efforts there it takes the most time uh relative to the other platforms um and partially it's because like uh how i how i have my business uh how i'm doing my business basically now you know where i do my listings and things like that it the, the listings are uh are easy to do you know it's not you know hard to do a listing, but it does take a little bit more time because there's a more a little bit more fields to 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 fill out, and um, you know you got to put a little bit more um, thought into like maybe for example like your title because uh, you're allowed more characters in the title description or the title rather, uh, so you wanna you wanna fill it up fill the title up as 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 much as you can with as many as many as many characters as allowed um i think it's 80 characters and you want to fill it up so you you know you got to think through all the different keywords and things like that so it takes a little bit more time to list um a particular item you know um and then after i sell the item it takes a little bit more time for me to record that sale so after i sell on any of the platforms i sell on except amazon uh, so any of the platforms except Amazon, I, I, re- I record myself. So I have, you know, I write down, you know, or, or, or I go on, you know, I have a, um, a document, I have a spreadsheet, I go in, put my cost, I put my price that I sold it for, you know, my, 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 my cost, um, you know, what the shipping was and if I, you know, paid any, um, advertising fees for that particular item. And then, you know, my, my net profit and all that kind of stuff calculates, uh, in, a, in a different field. So uh, it takes me a little bit more time because I, I have to, you know, go back and forth in different screens sometimes when I'm trying to get the the ad cost. Like if I have an, if I do a promote, promoted listing, something on eBay called a promoted listing where, you know, you can boost your, 
your 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 listing in the catalog uh if you uh you know pay for for uh, like advertising you know to advertise on eBay so if your product if you if you select promoted listing then you know let's say you know uh, let's say it's the 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 you you set it at 5% you know of your of your list price so you know um <clears throat> when the item sells um and if someone clicked the the ad and then bought then you sold through a promoted listing and then they take the 5% if someone clicked and then bought um and then they take the five percent. So I got, and it, 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 I have to go back and see wh- how much that cost was, and because I, I don't, the way eBay is set up now, it doesn't tell me right, you know, on, on, on my screen, on one screen, you know, all the information I need to put on my spreadsheet for that sale. So it takes a little bit, little, little while, and then I have to measure, you know, measure and weigh the product. Um, a lot of times, uh, so that takes a lot more time, opposed to something like Poshmark, where it's like. Well, I know it's under five pounds. So a Poshmark, anything under five pounds is it's it's it's, it's the same shipping cost, you know. And uh, you don't. It doesn't matter what size box you have, as long as it's under five pounds. So I just put. I guess I could slap it in a box or put an envelope, a product in an envelope on Poshmark and then send it out. But you may have to measure it, weigh it, and all that kind of stuff. So um, so it, it could get a little bit more time consuming, um, which is part of the reason. Which is part of the reason why I, I uh, over the last couple of months, I put a lot more effort. Uh, I, I I didn't put much effort into my eBay store. And um, if you if you've heard uh, like earlier earlier episodes, maybe like my my if you go through my uh, my episodes and if you go like income report, I have some episodes where I even talk about my eBay store and my sales and things like that. <clears throat> Sometimes I I forgot to mention them, so I couldn't tell you which podcast uh, you, you know has my email my ebay profits and things like that uh on the episodes but but um the the thing i like about ebay um uh what i do like about ebay is you know i just have a little bit more control of the kind of the the process you know um and you know it's funny because you know the whole allure the whole attraction to fba is you know, in, is, is, you know, Amazon takes care of all of it. You know, you send your product to FBA and they handle all the rest. So they say they do. Right. Um, but, you know, I actually look at it differently now. I look at it like, you know, uh, I'm giving up a lot of control over to Amazon when I do FBA. Uh, uh, it's, it's just, you know, it, it's it's great when it's time FBA is great when it's time to be great but in the world that I'm coming from I'm coming from you know originally retail arbitrage uh and then I moved into wholesale on Amazon uh it it can be uh you know yeah obviously that is ideal right you know it's ideal to have FBA you're doing these different when you're doing those two strategies but there's just a little bit more control you have over your product um I'll give you a quick example um I have a lot of, uh, um, from Q4, I have a lot of, uh, you know, returns and, and, um, products that got damaged in transit to FBA or, or someone at the warehouse damaged my product for some, whatever reason. So I had to, you know, get them sent back to me and I have tons and tons and tons of like death piles. I have a huge death pile that I have to go through 
It's very extremely time consuming and I haven't gone through most of it, honestly, um, because I've just been so wrapped up and busy doing other things. But I need, I need to open those boxes, you know, open those packages, see where the damage is, you know. And, and uh, what I have to do is I have to open up all of the boxes. If they were damaged, you know, which probably most of them were, I need to go into my Seller Central account and I need to find out if, um, if I've been reimbursed, you know uh if i've been reimbursed right um and uh and if i haven't been reimbursed for that product you know i need to put a claim in to to uh to get reimbursed and they have i'm learning they have like different you know stipulations of uh uh you know reasons why or why not they they will reimburse um on a particular damaged item that i had returned back to to me back to my address um, so, so, but, but, you know, my example I'm trying to get into is, is it's, um, you know, I had a product, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go through all my oldest ones first, you know, and then, and then get, go up my oldest, um, you know, products that I had sent back to my house. I'm trying to get, go through the oldest ones first. And then as I, as I progress, I'll get more recent and current. Uh, but anyway, so I'm to go through my older ones and maybe like, uh, like five months ago. Uh, I have some, you know, some products that I had sent back to me five months ago and I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't check on them. You know, I didn't open them up, open the packages up, see what's going on with them. You know, just inventory just sitting there. Right. So I'm going through them to see if I've been reimbursed already. Um, and if not, you know, ask for the reimbursement or whatever. Um, and then, you know, I, I had to, it was some items that I had that would qualify for a reimbursement. Uh but then, you know, the represent I, I, I called them, by the way, and then they, the representative told me, the Amazon representative told me that, okay, yeah, you know, wait 30 days, check back with us in 30 days. You know, so, you you know, yeah, this is qualified for reimbursement. Check back with us with, uh, with, within 30 days to see, you know, just to make sure you'll be reimbursed. So basically, they told me they had the 30-day processing time. And um, now, now, mind you, now, these were products that I... Uh, had removed from FBA to get back sent to me five months ago. Now, look, at the end of the day, it's entirely my fault, right? So five months ago, I should have, you know, opened those boxes and then, you know, went through that whole process that I just explained to you, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's my fault, right? Um, but the fact that the fact is like me having to do that is, is so much extra work. I mean, I try to put my energies into money making activities as much as much as possible. And five months ago, you know, I had maybe a box or two and I just, you know, I just didn't get around to it. But now that I have like a lot of boxes that, you know, um, a lot of uh, removal orders from FBA in the past month. Now it's like, OK, now I have a huge pile. Let me go through all of them. But at the time, you know, five months ago, I only had maybe a couple boxes. But hey, at the end of the day, it's still it's still my fault. OK, um, but. You know, the fact that the fact that I removed from FBA these products five months ago that were qualified already as a reimbursement and, you know, they're supposed to already reimburse me, you know, but, you know, my part is I have to just have to just check it. Right. Just make sure that it happened and it didn't happen. And then now that I'm calling or now that I call, they say, OK, wait 30 days. I mean, I, I mean, I just I don't like that. You know, I don't like it. You know, uh, I don't like that Amazon didn't do their part. And I don't like the fact that I ha at the end of the day, I have to check it. You know, that's that's I don't do that. 
with eBay. I don't do that with Poshmark. I don't do that with Macari. Uh, I don't get any returns, you know, uh, 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 on, on Macari or Poshmark. Um, I had a, you know, I have a few, you know, some de- products got damaged in the process. But guess what? Guess how, you know, on, on Macari, for example, I had some uh, some stoneware that I sold to a customer and they said it broke. And then all I, ha- all I have to do is, you know, I go to the uh, go on Macari, for example, and then I go to the, the help section. I say, hey, you know, this product was damaged in transit. Bam, it's done. It's done. You know, the I still keep my money that the buyer paid me. And then the buyer gets reimbursed through the insurance, you know, through the through the insurance of the shipping. And in this, that's it. There's nothing else. That's it. You know, but um, so, you know, I, I just don't control that process with FBA. And, um, and, and it's, it's frustrating and I don't like it, you know, and when, especially when there's other options. That's why I've been, you know, going into the multi-channel uh, area. But <clears throat> um, yeah, that, was, that, was, that, was, that took a while to get to. <laughs> but but I, was, I was talking about, you know, basically controlling, controlling the inventory, right? And, um, and that's, what I, that's what I like about, you know, selling on the other channels because I, I control my inventory. And, you know, another thing about my particular inventory is it's, it's light. And it's easy to store. You know, I don't I don't have like large items that I have to like place around my house and, you know, do Tetris to to make look neat. You know, I, I, I can, you know, it, with the products that I sell, I can I can probably store 10 million dollars worth of it in my garage. You know, if 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 if, if I if I had to. Right. Or if I had the money to and if I had to, uh, because there's they're they're light and they're very easy to store. Um, so, which is, which is, you know, which is important, especially if you're, you know, uh, if you're starting off, you know, in like a, in a home-based business way, right? Uh, obviously if you have like a warehouse, you have more options to, you know, hold different times of types of inventory, but if you're just operating out of your apartment or out of somebody's house or your house, you know, it's, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's good. You know, it's, it's a plus if you can have light and uh, easy to store products that you sell. Um, but, um, at, you know, eBay, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't put a lot of effort into eBay this last couple of months. And actually, uh, I am going to be putting more effort in, into eBay. Um, maybe these next couple of months, depending on how my Macari and my Poshmark store is doing. Um, January was, you know, pretty good. In terms of sales, you know, um, you know, obviously there is a slump in sales from from Q4, obviously, but you know, it's, it's starting to, it's 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 changing. You know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to you know gauge what, you know, I'm trying to gauge the the products that I that that I sell. I've never sold them in the month of January, so I'm trying to gauge how it's working, um, and it's a bit slower, obviously, and that's part. Of, Part of the reason why I'm going to, you know, uh, get more of my products on eBay again, um, just to get more eyeballs, because uh, people are still buying. People are buying no matter what time of the year it is, but I might need more eyeballs on uh, on my products to, to turn them a little more faster or as fast as I want them to. But but eBay is just um, uh, I, I make a lot more money per item, you know, on the other platforms. Um, um even Amazon, I make a little bit more money on the on 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 the products that I sell on Amazon, just just more than I would on eBay, because eBay is just um, it you know I I do the free shipping, 
like I said, they they on eBay they charge like I like I talked about in the Macari uh, uh, the Macari episode is um, you know on on eBay they they charge uh, the selling fee even if you do or do not charge the buyer for shipping. So like I get like the example that I gave before is like so say say if you list your product for ten dollars on eBay plus five dollars shipping. You know, you're going to pay the uh, oh, real quick. Uh, that that reminded me. On the last episode, I um, gave the wrong information about eBay. I said that the uh, fee on eBay is uh, is what did I say? I said it was thirteen percent, and the selling fee is ten percent. So that was a a, a a boo-boo on my part. So that was incorrect. I noticed that one night when I was taking a shower. Like, hey, <laughs> I said the wrong thing on that episode. So the fee, the selling fee on eBay is 10% and not 13% like I, like I said in the last episode. But anyways, back to the shipping uh, scenario I was giving. So eBay charges, uh, eBay charges you a selling fee even if you charge the buyer shipping. So, for example, you, you have a product $10.00. And then you uh, you list it for ten dollars plus five dollars shipping, then that uh, uh, you pay the ten percent on the ten dollars, and then you also pay the ten percent on the five dollars that the uh, that you charge the buyer uh, for the shipping. Unlike Macari, where if you do a uh, no free shipping listing, you get charged ten percent of the uh, of the listing fee, and you do not get charged a selling fee on the uh, on the amount that the buyer pays for shipping. So it's a, it's a huge plus on my card. But anyways, so my profits are a lot, are, are lower, you know. Uh, I would say maybe about 20, 20 to 30% lower um, on eBay than my other platforms. Um, so, you know, I'm still testing it, you know, because it, it's, I'm trying to see if I can get the volume going to to see if the volume is uh, the volume in sales is worth me putting more effort in because I don't want to put the stuff that I sell on Macari or Poshmark on eBay, you know, get a 20% ROI when I could like when I could have got a 50% ROI if I just maybe waited another week, you know, um to make a sale. And something, you know, and and you know, it's it's kind of hard to say you don't really know when your products will sell, obviously, but you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to gauge, I'm trying to still, I'm still, I'm still testing eBay by no means. Am I an expert on eBay at all? You know, I just been, you know, I sold a lot on eBay, um, uh, last year in 2019. Um, but the last couple of months I haven't really been putting much effort into it because of the, the, the the numbers I was able to, the 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 return on investment or the profits rather I was able to get on the other platforms. So, you know, I'm still testing eBay. I'm what I'm doing now at this point is I'm I'm getting all of my products on um on eBay, Macari, and Posh. I'm trying to get all of I have mostly everything on all Posh and and in Macari, and I'm tr- and I'm you know trying to do like five listings a day on uh on uh to to add on to ebay um that i have on the other platforms like, i think i have maybe like a hundred different SKUs, i think in total and um maybe 
I probably have like 80 or something like that, but I probably have like 65 or somewhere around there active right now on, on uh, Poshmark. And then I probably have maybe like 55 on, uh, on Macari. So I'm still trying to add the ones on Poshmark on Macari, but you know, when things sell, um, I have to take it off. I have to, you know, delete it. If it sells on Poshmark, I have to delete it on Macari, you know, cause sometimes I, I usually carry one, item per skew so there's very you know there's only probably like a handful of skews maybe two hands full of skews where i have um multiple at one time uh but mostly i have a, a one item per skew so sometimes i have to delete it and then you know i have to replenish it and, and all this kind of stuff so um my ebay store right now I have like my i have like i've been adding lately maybe the past week or so i've been adding um products on there just to try to get things to sell faster i got like 50 SKUs on ebay right now and then you know if i do five a day for the next 10 days i should have all of my SKUs. you know assuming nothing sells but i'm sure things will sell but um but anyways you know the thing about ebay is you know once you start one the one thing i, I would say that i like about ebay is is, is you, once you start listing things things start selling because like I have my eBay store obviously for a little while now, maybe a, 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 two years, uh, one year almost, and um, and and for the past maybe three months, I haven't really been putting too much effort into it. <clears throat> I still have my listings up, but nothing's been selling. You know, um, I still have maybe like fifteen, fifteen listings up that you know that are just my slow stuff, right? And then once I started adding listings, I started getting sales, and that's just been consistent with my experience with eBay. Once I start, once I start listing. I start getting sales. I don't know how that algorithm works, but I guess as long as you're active on the, uh, it's, it's kind of like the other platforms too, but it's just more so on eBay, I think. It's just, you just start listing stuff, you're going to start selling stuff, you know? So I'm very confident in making sales. It's just, you know, I, I need to be more active on there and I need, I need to, you know, uh, really, um, make sure that I'm pricing well enough where I'm making enough money to justify the time that I'm spending on eBay, you know, and that's just the test part. Um, so, uh, let's see what else I have on eBay. I don't have much. I'm still, I'm still testing it. I, I, I know more about Macari and Posh. I like those apps. I like those apps a, little, a, a lot more than I do eBay. So I'm, I'm really vested in the, in, in those, um, Yeah, I mean, you know what what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to get to with eBay is I'm I'm trying to get to maybe a a handful or less. I'm trying to get to like a handful or less. The the fewer the better in this situation, uh, where I have listings where like I can just really like that that really do well right so i have a listing for example uh, if i if i if i have a listing for example that i can sell you know two or three products a day you know um on ebay in if i can get there that makes ebay worth it for me you know like i you know if you're first time tuning in you know i'm a wholesale seller i sell whatever i want to sell i want to sell the same thing over and over and over again you know so um, it's definitely not easy. I come from the Amazon space, you know, doing it on Amazon for, for, for a little while and, and, and having a lot of success and having a lot of failures, but, um, in, in, you know, I'm, I'm making a pivot or trying to make a pivot or 
you know, trying to, trying to see what else I can do in the world of e-commerce. Um, but, but my, my thing is I want I want to have maybe like a, some type of bundle that, um, that I can sell on eBay, maybe, you know, like I said, a handful or less products that I can really just really consistent. So it has to be something that people can find. So I need, you know, I need to be able to do my copywriting, my listing a lot better and I need to be able to find a product or a bundle of my products that I sell now, some type of bundle that I can consistently sell over and over and over again. And then eventually get out of the game of trying to list so trying to find and trying to sell so many different things on eBay. Because uh, even though I sell the same stuff on eBay, I still list a lot of different things because I only, I only carry maybe one, um, um, one, um, one item per SKU. You know, something sells. And then, you know, also on eBay, it, it helps me when I sell something fast. I, I do, you know, up my quantities on a particular item. Sometimes I get two and then the next time I get three just to see if, you know, uh, if the frequency is uh, consistent. But for the most part, you know, I'm selling, you know, one or two items at a time of a particular skew. So I have a lots of different skews, obviously a hundreds or so. And that's actually not a lot compared to the, uh, the thrifter or something like that. But it's a lot for me. But um, um, but if I can somehow narrow it down to, you know, some type of bundle and then and then, the, um, you know, and then that, that'll probably make eBay worth it for me. If I can do, you know, one to five products that I just consistently sell uh, that are very differentiated, some type of bundle or something like that. But that's where I eventually want to get. But for now, I need some sales. I need some money. You know, let's 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 uh, let's let's get on eBay and see, see what it, see what it do, you know? Um, and, and I'm just going to go over it just because I kind of been going over it on the other, uh, with the other platforms. I've just been going over my sales for, um, December, December, um, for eBay. Like I didn't, I didn't really have, I didn't put much into eBay on, on December. Um, but since I shared my Macari, my Poshmark for December, I, I figured I'd share my, my eBay as well. So eBay sales were um 2000 uh for it's for the month of December $2028 and 40 uh 34 cents. So $2028 34 cents. <clears throat> uh sold a total of 43 items. My cost of goods were 968 and let's see and also um let's see total shipping that i charged to buyers was 88 dollars uh total shipping cost 344 um i had other miscellaneous costs of a dollar 78 and add fees fifty four dollars and thirty four cents selling fees two hundred eleven dollars um, and paypal fees uh paypal fees let's see yeah so paypal fees <clears throat> um if you're accepting payments through paypal i mean I don't really know if there's any way you can not accept payments um without using paypal and ebay i'm not 100 percent sure but 
it ha it has its advantages, you know, instant payment and uh, all that kind of stuff. But um, I could be wrong. But anyways, uh, selling f the PayPal fees are 2.99 percent um, on the total dollar amount that goes into PayPal for the transaction. Uh, that was total of seventy five dollars uh, with a net profit of four hundred sixty one dollars and twenty three cents. And that is a fifty four percent return um, of cost of goods sold. So net profit divided by cost of goods for 54 percent. So that's my rate of return uh, in that case. <clears throat> and um, yeah, you know, um, you know, with eBay, um, I'm going to like I said, I'm going to be pushing more on the platform just to just to get uh, just just to see, just to test it and see if it's something worth my time to see if it um to see if I can get that volume going, because obviously, um, out of all the platforms that I sell on, eBay will be the second, um, uh, eBay will be the second in terms of, um, the number of eyeballs I can possibly get on my products. But <clears throat> there are some other drawbacks that kind of keep me from doing eBay. But for the most part, there's, um, you know, most of the eyeballs are going to be there opposed to Poshmark and Macari. <clears throat> and the products that I sell actually do fairly well on, on, on you know, I, I have a situation where my products do fair, you know, on all the platforms that I sell on. But, um, uh, and right now my store is a lot bigger now um and um i haven't had like my entire store on um ebay <clears throat> and so so i don't know what that looks like i don't know what that you know what kind of results that will yield so uh that's part of the reason why i want to part of the reason why i want to get more of my products on ebay just to see what what the result is to see if that increases sales to see if that, um, uh, you know, does anything like that, or, you know, just see what the results are. So I'm, I'm going to test it out, but this is fine. You know, 500, 500, almost $500 in profit. I'm okay. If I can get my eBay store to like 500, between 500 and a thousand dollars a month, uh, in profit, net profit. Um, you know, it, uh, assuming my other platforms are bringing, <clears throat> uh, are, are bringing in the money that I, I want them to bring in, um, so, you know, it, it's, 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 it's sort of nice that it, it, it takes the pressure off, you know, trying to perform on one platform. Um, that's one of the things I like about the multi-channel strategy is like, it just takes the pressure off of, you know, of trying to just do so much on one platform. I could kind of spread out my net profit, you know, spread out my, my platform risk and if I'm if I'm getting like 500 from each platform, you know, if I if I did, um, you know, if someone did, you know, 500 profit on Amazon, eBay, Posh and Macari, um, you know, that'd be two grand. And then from there, you know, the only direction is up, you know, like how, you know, how to, OK, you can you can kind of cherry pick and see what's doing the best and kind of like put more focus in one platform to try to take it to 500 to a thousand. So now you're, you know, earning your 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 assuming you can you know, spend the same time on the other platforms, you get your $500 a month on, 
on these platforms. And then, you know, you, you take one platform up to a thousand a month and then just keep on moving like that. Um, but, uh, you know, but, but with eBay, it's, it's, I have sort of a love and hate relationship a little bit, uh, because, um, you know, it, 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 it is a little bit, like I said, it's more work, you know, it's, it's, it's more work for me now. I mean, maybe it may not be a lot of work for me in the future, but I know like my processes are take a little bit more time. Um, just takes a little bit more time. And, and if, um, if the profits outweigh the, the, uh, the, the time that I spend or the, or the negative aspects that I, that I don't like about selling, selling on eBay, if the profits outweigh that, then obviously it makes, it makes more sense. So, but I don't really a hundred percent know until I put some more effort and energy and so some more focus into it to see if, um, you know, if it's going to be worth my, worth my, um, my time moving forward. Um, but yeah, but it, it wasn't always that great, you know, and actually, now that I think about it, I can actually go into my eBay account and look at my previous sales, like for, you know, for the, uh, <clears throat> for the year 2019. So I can kind of give you guys an idea about, you know, my, my eBay experience, but, but because I was uh, like I was getting into, I was basically saying like it wasn't always that great, you know. At the beginning, um, I did sell some products um, that did really well, you know, some retail arbitrage stuff. And it wasn't I wasn't doing anything crazy. Crazy. It was just basically this one product that I couldn't sell on Amazon, and that kind of <clears throat> interested me into learning more about eBay. Is like because <clears throat> at the time I didn't realize, you know, on Amazon, it just did, it never dawned on me. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, if you're an Amazon seller, you know about, you know, being gated in certain brands. Um, I was gated. I was doing some retail arbitrage. Actually, no, I wasn't doing retail arbitrage. I was actually buying a TV. And um, uh, and then I noticed some products. And um, and it was actually some products that a customer uh, was talking to a Walmart representative about, a Walmart employee about. And I, I don't know what they were saying. Then, then they put the product down and, and locked it back up. <clears throat> and I was curious. I said, I was curious. I wanted to know what the product was and, and, uh, and come to find out they were marked, uh, super, super under, underpriced. Uh, I think I, I, you know, got them for 20 bucks and I was selling them for like, um, um, between 40 and $50. So I was making like maybe 10 bucks or so, but <clears throat> when I was scanning it, I couldn't sell that, you know, product on Amazon. I was gated. And at the time I learned, <clears throat> excuse me, at the time I learned about Macari a little bit and I did some, I did some, just some comps and some research on Macari and saw that, that, that the product was selling, you know, for a decent price, went on eBay and saw the product was selling uh, uh, for a decent price, uh, you know, pretty frequently. So I bought the, I bought, you know, the products and uh, I sold them both on Macari and eBay and, and, um, and just, it, it, prior to that, it never dawned on me to look at other platforms when I'm gated. You know, when I was doing a retail arbitrage, it, it just didn't dawn on me to look at other platforms when I'm gated on Amazon. And that kind of sparked uh, a, lot, a lot of the multi-channel decisions I was making. <clears throat> but <clears throat> that sparked my eBay, uh, you know, my eBay selling. Uh, let's see. So, and, and also one thing I want to point out is, if you if you've ever listened to my income reports from previous previous months, 
you you notice how yeah, simple, <laughs> you know, these income reports that I'm giving you for Poshmark, eBay, and Macari, they're, they're very simple. I mean, there's a few lines and I can get to the net profit very quickly. And uh, relative to my Amazon, you know, my, my income reports from previous months were, you know, Amazon. And, you know, it, it'll take me a full episode to go through them because I want to give you like the entire, most of the, of the, um, most of the line items on my profit and loss sheet. Um, and I, I still didn't go through every single line, but there's so many different things happening on the back end uh, when you're doing Amazon FBA. So many different fees and so many different, there's so many different line items, you know, on the profit and loss. And like, you know, I probably went over five or six line items on the, uh, you know, as I'm talking to you about my income for the other platforms. So it's very, very simple to get to the net profit. Uh, but, but with FBA, it's a little bit more, uh, <clears throat> it's a little bit more, a uh, little bit more expensive. Just just be, you know, plain and simple, there's expenses. And a lot of those expenses, you may not know what they are. Like if you see something like an uh, administration fee, something like that, it's like, well, where did that come from? And how, and how is that calculated? You know, I don't know, you know, and, um, you know, in, in the, in the long run, I don't feel like that's a good way to, you know, run your business when you just, when you're just kind of in the dark about the different fees and expenses that are happening that you're, that you're paying for out of, out of, um, out of the payments that they owe you, you're paying for those different expenses. And there's just all these different layers to uh, your, your income and expenses on Amazon that, you know, um, you know, it, it just, it, it, it doesn't make me feel a hundred percent comfortable, you know, in the long term, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm in business and uh, this is my business and I, I need to understand all of the different, um, um, monies that are going in and coming out of the business. And um, if I just don't have a clue, I mean, it just doesn't make sense where you don't have a clue on, uh, basically you don't have a clue on what your partner is charging you. Like my partner, I'm, I'm in partnership with Amazon, you know, when it comes to FBA um, and, uh, and, you know, they're, they're a big partner. There's a lot of, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of positives to doing business with them, but uh, sometimes it's just like, you know, there's, there's, there's just has to be, I have to have more clarity on what's going in and out my, my money, you know, my money going in and my money going out. I need to understand every single thing. And sometimes with Amazon, you don't really understand all the different expenses that they charge you on the back end. Um, they'll, they'll tell you what, you know, they'll tell you the expenses, but to understand them and understand how they're calculated, they don't, they don't get into all that, you know, um, you just probably have to hop on the phone and talk to somebody. Um, talk to somebody on the on the uh, seller seller support or something like that to get the details of um, you know all the different expenses that end up on um, your income and expense report. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and, and another thing I want to point out is because um, right now I'm just looking for my on my eBay eBay account looking for some information to share with you guys. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. So, so one of the points I want to make here is, you know, um, that I always didn't make money on eBay. You know, I lost a lot of, I lost quite a bit of money. Not a, not a lot. Not, not, I'm not, I'm not talking about thousands of dollars. I'm just saying like, you know, I may have lost $10 on a sale because I didn't understand shipping. You know, um, I just didn't under, I had no, you know, if you're an Amazon seller, 
like I was, uh, FBA seller more particularly, you don't really understand or have an, have an understanding of, of shipping, of shipping costs and what those may be. Um, but so at the beginning, you know, it was, it was a huge learning curve for me to, um, you know, learn uh, about how to price my items. So what I was doing was um, I eventually started trying to buy wholesale uh, to sell on eBay. But that became a little challenging for me because I, I would buy something and like my costs would be basically out of control, you know, to the point where it's like I, d- I didn't understand how to efficiently uh, uh, or ship something or ship something uh, at the least price. You know, I didn't I didn't really know about bubble mailers and, you know, uh, boxes and all these different things and and and. and the different, I guess, the different tiers, maybe you can say, in terms of uh, weight and um, length, width, length, length, width, and depth of certain um, um, packages, um, t- to where I didn't really understand that beforehand, right? So I would get something out, you know, and I would just learn as I was going. So I was kind of just paying for my education, and it's not that I I know a bunch now, but I, I have an estimate of of um of uh it's kind of I, I can sort of tell you know a little bit on before i put something up for sale what probably you know what my shipping would look like you know um but but at this point i i've been i sell sort of the same kinds of things and um they all are you know in the same kind of bracket different bra- uh, on, on on the same different same couple of brackets uh, in terms of mailing, in terms of uh, weight and size. So most of my stuff is under two pounds. And um, and sometimes it's, you know, 16 ounces. And that's obviously the, the, the shipping is going to be cheaper on, on those products. But so most of my products are either 16 ounces or under or under two pounds. And the length and the width is sort of around the same. It, 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 uh, it ends up at the same cost, even though they're different. Um, um, so, so I understand the products that I sell. I don't think about shipping too much, you know, these days, um, um, because I, I have experience selling the kind of things that I sell and they're pretty much in the same kind of, um, shipping tiers, I guess. I don't, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so, so I'm, you know, if I do pick up a new item, I am, you know, looking at weight, looking at how big it is, how, you know, with the length and width and trying to figure out what kind of box, uh, to put it in or, or figure what kind of maybe a bubble mailer and things like that, or even just a, a envelope, some type of envelope. So I did I wasn't thinking like that when I first started, cause I had no, no clue. So I lost a few dollars, um, maybe the first five, six months trying it. And, um, and I say that to say, you know, um, if you do want to, um, maybe branch out into other platforms, you know, it's, it's okay to, you know, learn these different things. Cause I was real, I was really uh, afraid of eBay because of the shipping stuff and, um, and, and all the things that actually came true, uh, I was actually uh, afraid of. But um, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, uh, if, if I break even, if I lose a couple of dollars, as long as I was I was making my money on Amazon at the time. So it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't the end of the world, but I was kind of just paying for that education. And um, and, it, you know, it, it just took a while for me to find my niche. And, you know, when I focused in that niche, you know, 
those were no longer the things I think about. The shipping things were no longer the things that I think about. Um, now I think about the other, you know, the other challenges that I'm trying to overcome. And it just takes time, you know, it just takes time. I mean, you're going to put a lot of time and um, in, in, into a platform at the beginning. And uh, that's just the way it is. And it's OK. You know, like I, sp- I spent a lot of time on Macari and uh, um, uh, when I first started selling on Macari, I spent a lot of time, just time, just taking pictures, creating the listings, you know, looking at the things that sell on, on Macari, you know, searching my, my products, looking, under, trying to understand the platform a little more, looking at the sold listings, looking at the for sale listings and kind of just understand how uh, the algorithm works, you know, as much as best to my ability. And I was making any money on that platform either at the beginning. Um, I was uh, selling things at, at a loss or at break even, um, but it wasn't the shipping that was the problem on those platforms. It was pretty much, um, you know, um, the items I was selling were probably probably out of season or, you know, I want to hurry up and get them off. I wanted to, you know, they were like Amazon returns or something like that. And I was trying to get them off. So I was, wasn't making money, but now, you know, now I am making money, you know, but I spent a lot of time on those platforms and I, I did it pretty much one at a time. I was doing Macari and Posh, uh, Macari and eBay sort of at the same time. I had a few listings on, um, a few listings on, on Poshmark, but I wasn't paying attention to it. I just put some listings up. Some things sold, some most didn't, but some things did. Um, but uh, if, I would I would recommend that. I would recommend um, picking a platform, whether it's the ones that I sell on or or something that I haven't talked about yet, because there's plenty of platforms out there uh, that that you can sell on that I haven't even talked about yet. But if you choose one, choose one you kind of want to get deep into, um, you know, then just spend time with it, you know. Um, you have to spend time with it. And I would say, you know, pick another one that you're, uh, uh, the second one that you're interested in and just put some listings up, put something up for sale, you know, just just put something up. You don't have to put a lot of energy into it. Just put something up, you know, because what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to find some downtime where you are looking at that platform. And then you're simultaneously, you know, building your your knowledge a little bit on that second platform while you're kind of digging deep on that first platform um, that you're that you're uh, that you're selling on. Uh, well, let me let me let me let me pair. Let me let me rephrase that. Assuming you already sell on a platform such as Amazon, for example, uh, pick another platform and then, pl- and then pick a, a, a third platform that you're just, you just put some listings up and not really doing anything on, but on that second platform, you're, um, kind of investing, you know, a lot more time, um, and energy into it. Uh, so that second one, you're going to be building a lot of just knowledge and, you know, just knowledge and, 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 and know-how on that second platform. That third platform, you're going to find time to, you know, in between time, you're going to, because you want to look at your listings, you want to see what's going on. You're going to, you know, you're going to find a couple of minutes to look at it. And then you'll be slowly building a little bit of knowledge on a third platform uh, and then continue it that way, you know? And then once you get to a certain level on that second platform where it's like, okay, you know, this is kind of second nature. Now I understand it. And then you could probably, you know, maybe, maybe you notice something on that third platform that, that uh, that you could pro- probably scale or something that you could probably do more on because you, you know, like I said, you spent a little bit of time on it um, uh, previously. So and then you kind of scale that one a little up and spend a little more time on that. 
And then, you know, after, uh, you know, after a certain amount of time, depending on how much time you have, uh, next thing you know, um, you'll be in a place kind of similar where I'm at, where it's like, you know, all three of these platforms are second nature for me, you know, all, all four, you know, uh, Amazon, Poshmark, Mercari, and, and, and eBay. Like, it, it's not a, uh, it's not a, I don't feel like my, my attention is, I don't feel like my attention is um, being separated all the time. I don't, uh, because I, I look at this as a, a one strategy. This is a one thing for me. You know, this is not a, um, this to me, it's not, oh, I have multiple businesses on different platforms. That's not how I look at it. This is the one thing. And my one thing is multi-channel. And because I look at it that way, I don't see it as being scattered all over the place uh, because I have enough fluidity on each platform where it's like I, I can log in, I can do things, I can see things, I can, you know, it's, it doesn't take me a lot of time to go in and do stuff. And then, you know, and then once you get to a certain niche, uh, you'll probably notice one platform does better with that particular niche than another platform or, or with, with, with whatever you're doing, you'll, you'll notice that one platform probably does a little bit better and then you can kind of, you know, put more energy into it. And then, you know, when you get that to a certain level, you can always go back to the other ones and maybe add more to the, to, to another, to another platform that you're on and you just keep building back and forth, building back and forth, but you have something on each of them. You know, you have something on each of them, but you're just building back and forth, building back and forth. And sometimes you can even build at the same time, uh, all the platforms at the same time. But sometimes you just you'll just notice that, you know, one one platform is doing just a lot better. And you want to focus on one platform while you still have things going on the other platforms. And then it's no longer like. Um, then it's no longer, you know, you're stretched thin. It's no longer that it's just like that's your business. That's that's just what it is. It's It's not. It's not difficult to be on multiple platforms. This is not this is not a game of trying to focus on one thing. The game is being multi-channel, you know, um, and that is your one thing, you know. But, <clears throat> you know, like um, like right at, at this moment, I feel like um, uh, I'm, I'm I'm building out. I'm working with these four platforms right now, and I don't see myself picking up a fifth one until uh i'm at i'm at a certain level with the ones that i have i'm at a certain comfort level where it's like you know a certain level of consistency that i can see and then i i really have to see an opportunity somewhere else and i really have to uh uh uh, i really have to see if um it's if it's something that i should take advantage of you know um and i and in the ones that i have now i just need to make sure that it's it's at a place where it's like okay I got these these I got my top two platforms that I'm putting a lot of energy in and uh, I'll have time to learn another one but four for me it's good enough someone else might be five someone else might be two but I would recommend at least three you know in total but um you know and then yeah I think like maybe uh I like like I said I may have a fifth platform this year. But we'll see, you know, we'll see. Um, depend, it just depends on what's happening on the current ones I'm selling on now. And, um, you know, we'll see. But, um, um, like, like for example, if the fifth platform is another platform I sell on, it'll probably be like Facebook Marketplace or just uh, selling things locally, 
maybe I, I don't really see myself selling things locally, meeting up with people selling things. I, I don't really see that right now, but it could be, you know, if it's, if it's, uh, if there's a lot of potential there and a lot of uh, profit potential and, and, um, it, it can maybe overshadow another platform I'm selling on maybe, you know, but, but I think I'm going to, I might be able to add another fifth platform this year, but, uh, if it doesn't happen, I'm cool with that too. All right, so so just to give you guys kind of an idea of how my eBay business was going for the past year, um, I got my sales. Um, so I did a total. Uh, I did a total. Let's see, what is this? From February first, two thousand nineteen, to January thirty first, two thousand twenty. So so just the last year. Uh, I did 10,000 in sales. And that was around the time I started, but like February, I think my first sale on eBay was like February 6th or February 7th. So it does cover every single thing um, that I've done on eBay so far. So I sold 260, or I, I had 260, I, uh, 260 transactions. So so if you, you know, just if you do the math real quick, I in, in December, I had 43 sales, right? So that's, um, that's about, uh, um, what is that about twenty five uh, about twenty percent of uh, all of my transactions happened in December, so that tells you like you know i I wasn't always selling a whole bunch you know from from the time I started up until now it wasn't until December I probably you know maybe June to December I probably did the most transactions um but anyways total dollar amount was uh ten thousand dollars and um I think it was was like two thousand and uh in in December, what was it? Yeah, about two thousand in December. So again, another another twenty um, percent. Uh, you know, all of it was in December. So you know, eBay wasn't always popping for me. You know, um, until like you know those four months going up until December. So the to- actually the total breakdown for each month actually it gives it gives my sales here. So. September, October, November. Let's see if I can go back. So yeah, so February 2019, I did $50 in sales. March, I did $234. April, I did $10. May, I did $10. June, I did $250 in sales. This is, these are all sales numbers, total sales numbers. July, I did $583. August was $1,500. September, $1,100 in sales. October, $1,600. November, $1,900. Um, uh, um, and uh, yeah, and then the December, like like I talked about. So um, let's see. What is this here? December... Yeah. So, you know, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. Um, so so right now I'm going to leave I'm going to leave it at that for now. You know, next next uh, next week uh, or next episode, rather, I'm going to talk about uh, Amazon. And then um, I think we'll top off the season or top off the uh, the 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 C, uh the series, excuse me, the series with lastly talking about uh my first my first my first love my first love was Amazon. So we'll talk about Amazon and um what my what my uh, situation is with Amazon and where I plan to go there and um yeah and that should be it for the series and then we'll get back to you know whatever comes next in terms of the podcast um uh 
Um, you know, I got some, I have some episode ideas. I just been jotting down, but I can't really, you know, get to them because I'm in the, I'm in the series right now. I want to, the way I wanted to do it, I just wanted to basically have my, my series, the multi-channel series done before I started, um, recording some of the other ideas, uh, that I have. Um, so, so yeah, so next, next episode, let's talk about Amazon and, um, and, and see, see what, uh, see what's going on with me with that business and, uh, see where I plan on going in the meantime, uh, stay on the grind, uh, and, um, keep your mind on success.